0: Name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. So today we hear the account of a great banquet. And we'll see this today. We look at this as coming to communion. But um, as I was kind of contemplating the introduction to this, um, the words of the epistle, St. Paul's letter to the Colossians comes clear, uh, Christ, who is our life. This statement is like so important to contemplate in regard to, is this true for me? Christ is my life. Not my family, not my friends, not my work, not anything else trumps this statement. Christ is my life. I know we all struggle with that. The reason I'm saying this is because I, when I read it, I went, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I think there's other things that get in the way all the time. There's stuff that's in there. That it, and it can be good stuff. It's not like it's bad stuff. It's important stuff that we need to pay attention to. But nothing can trump this. Christ is my life. Nothing else can jump on top of that. That becomes so clear in this, uh, in the gospel text, uh, because we're coming to this banquet that the Lord has set for us, and we come along with our forefathers who've gone before us, who laid the foundation for us to be able to participate in this. Christ was their life. Uh, and along with them, we're invited to this great banquet. A spread at the holy altar, the bread and the wine become the body and blood of Christ, the medicine of immortality. Therapeutic, the healing balm for our souls and bodies. We come to this banquet. You know, I think we come, and I do too, we come kind of taking this for granted. Well, I'm just going to go to church. No, I'm going to this banquet, where I'm going to partake of the medicine of immortality. Wow. I can't wait to get there. I wish it lasted longer. (laughs) See, we're like stuck. We're stuck. We have this beautiful place, this beautiful moment, the most powerful moment that can happen in all creation. And we just kind of come. So be careful of this. I'm trying to say this to myself first. Be careful of this. So who's invited? Who gets invited to this beautiful banquet? Not the one who is overwhelmed by earthly wealth, who just bought a field, Not one who's enslaved by their possessions. They just bought five oxen. Not somebody overwhelmed by the pleasures of life. I just got married. I can't come. What? It's like, you can't come take the medicine or tell? There's something more important than this? It can't be. We have to... We have to jump at this. So who's invited? The poor, the maimed, the blind, and the lame. You're invited. I'm invited. This I think we have to realize. If I am poor, maimed, lame, and blind, and I need the medicine of immortality, I'm coming all the time. If I have my stuff, I have my things, I have my field, I have my family, I have my oxen. Oh, I'll come, maybe I'll come, maybe I won't come. But if I am poor, if I am lame, if I am maimed, and I'm blind, I need this medicine desperately, desperately. And I come desperately begging God to have mercy on. me. So, we come, the poor. You know, perhaps we're not poor physically, but we're poor spiritually. I failed my efforts in prayer. I failed my efforts in forgiving others. I failed my efforts in judging others. I failed in trusting and having faith in God. But we hear these words when we pray for communion. What does the communion do? What does this medicine do for me? Forgiveness of sins unto life eternal. Belief, relief from the burden of my many transgressions. I come to take holy communion because when I take communion, I am forgiven of my sins unto life eternal. I'm relieved from the burden of my many transgressions. That's what I receive when I come and take Holy Communion. I am poor and needy. I need this. The maimed come. I am maimed. You are maimed. Maimed by the injuries that I've afflicted on my soul by my many sins. You know, every time we sin, we put a little nick in the soul. And we feel it sometimes. Sometimes it's just not observable, but other times it's very observable. We get angry. We have evil thoughts. We are, and these thoughts we, we play with, and they wound our soul. And we come maimed to Holy Communion, and we hear these words that we hear in preparation for communion, Communion, the trampling down of my careless and evil habits. Mortification of my passions. When I take communion, I trample down my careless and evil habits. God takes them down. And the mortification of my passions. Do you want your appetites to just die? Communion helps that quiets them down. So we come blind. Blinded by the noise of the world, the opinions of the world that take my thoughts and intentions away from Christ, who is Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. All that noise out there that comes at me and begins to affect how I think what I think. And it's contrary to the Gospels. It's contrary to the teachings of the Holy Church. And these things, they, they blind us. So what's communion do for the blind? Communion, the saints tell us, for the enlightenment, protection, salvation, sanctification of my soul and body. So when I come blinded by these this noise out there that dominates my mind, I receive enlightenment from the body and blood of Christ. So we come lame, not walking in the way of Christ's commandments, ignoring them, redefining them so I can do what I want and so I can think about what's best, what's right, and what's true. I can become my own God. But communion, we come to communion with this this prayer, Lord, help me not fall to these things, but help me for the increase of virtue under the keeping of thy commandments. Communion of the Holy Spirit as a provision for eternal life So, beloved, today we come to this banquet. And may we, as life proceeds in us, never make excuses. See this is the place I need to be. Not because I've got everything, because I don't. Not because I'm rich, because I'm poor. Not because I'm healthy, because I'm maimed. Not because I see, but I am blind not because that I walk in the way of Christ's commandments. No, I am lame. I need this body and blood of Christ, beloved. This has to be central to us. It can't be secondary, tertiary. It can't be off in the corner somewhere. This has to be where we belong, where we need to be, where we must be. It needs to be an essential piece of life, Not optional. Not I can take it or leave it. No. Christ is our life. Christ is my life. I want you to put that in yourself and say it over and over. Christ is my life. He's my life. This has to be what we see and understand our Christian faith to be. Focused on that one thing. Christ is my life. Lord, will you help us, these all of us who are poor and lame, maimed and blind, to see and understand the importance of receiving the gifts that you give us at your holy banquet. May we never take it for granted. May it always be for us that which is essential and true and right. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen.